entered, crying. Amazing. Crazy. With your host, Mel. And Del. Cheers. Cheers. Clink the computer screen. We're calmer now because this something is not has a happened. New, this is not a new AMSR podcast. This is just the new chill, mellow versions of Mel and Del. <laughs> a layer of stress has been removed. A giant orange orangutan is now off of all of our collective chests. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ciao. How, ciao. Happy jump. Biden's America. Yay. Kamala's America. We know. We know. We know. They're not perfect, but who fucking cares at this point? Yeah. Just stay engaged, everyone. Keep pushing. And now we can all focus on the local shit that, like, actually matters. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, exactly. 100%. Remember what? Oh, I was going to say, I remember, um, actually, we had our blog going. Around the time that um, 45 was elected, and I'm just remembering I did a post that was like reality TV show stars that would be better presidents than Trump, and one of them was like the duck phone from Jersey Shore. (laughs) I just went really bizarre with that one. I think it was like um, the dog, what was the name of Jiffy, or what was the name of the dog of... um, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Jiggy. 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 I said Jiggy Jiggy. would be a better president. I was right. That's right. (laughs) That was crazy. I can't believe, yeah, it's been, like Edgar actually just yesterday, he was like, it's so weird that your podcast used to be a blog. And he's like, do you miss it? And I was like, no, it's way easier to just talk than to have to like write and edit. (laughs) I miss it sometimes. Um, I have been feeling the writing bug lately, but I think mm. I'll scratch that itch in some other way. I don't know. Yeah. I have a few ideas poking around with zero time to execute. <laughs> I have, that's like the story of my life. I have like what I think are like 500 million super amazing creative ideas yeah. that I think about a lot that I've right. never, ever pursue. Oh. So. Wait, weren't you doing script writing at some point? Uh, yeah, I've d- dabbled in quite a bit. <laughs> I took screenwriting classes at Glendale Community College and also at the UCLA Extension. And um, I think I'm like the poster child for doing really well in like the beginning classes <laughs> and then when it gets to the harder class like I'm like the star of the beginning classes like right right you know like I'm the starter on the totally. JV team but then when I get to yeah. varsity I'm like the bench warmer benched <laughs> yeah so I I um I obviously you know somebody didn't focus on the effort that I made in in like you know recognizing my achievements they were more focused on the you know, the thrive mindset or whatever, how you're supposed to like right. with children be like, great effort so that they're not like scared to fail. Well, I guess I'm totally. scared to fail because <laughs> I just <laughs> drop out of like whatever it is when That's... I'm not the best at it. Mm. And the podcast has been doing really well because like we are the best at We are the podcasting. Best. Even though everyone and their mom has a podcast in quarantine, like ours is truly the best. It's the best. And yeah, there's just, there's no, 
there's i don't know what to say like how good we are measurements downloads sponsorships who cares right we're like authentic (laughs) we're real you know um we don't have to do any hashtag sponsored Mm -hmm. spawn con shit exactly um we do it all for free because we're suckers (laughs) (laughs) maybe someday we'll patreon we'll get into that shit but I'm too lazy to figure it out right now. Also, like, I refuse to do have anything to do with it. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not going to pay while my way through your content. I'll just find some other content that's free. <laughs> I know. Have you ever... I know. I'm, like, the worst podcast supporter because I don't... I listen to so many podcasts, but I don't ever pay for the extra episodes. No. I mean, I guess it's... It helps... Like, the thing that matters the most is if you download the podcast, but I don't even do that. I just listen, and that's it. Like, sorry. yeah. And then sometimes I use, like, the promo code to buy things. Oh, yeah, so for sure. That that's helps. how we got Squarespace. <laughs> I used the Heaven's Gate one. <laughs> Thanks, Heaven's Gate podcast, whatever the fuck you were called. I think it was literally just called Heaven's Gate. And then I watched the... Uh, the heaven's gate hbo show and it was not as good as the podcast or i don't Mm. know i just feel like i knew everything i was like right yawners like i already fucking know failed castration here we go again (laughs) 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 (coughs) oh god anyways how are you del i'm good um obviously like my mood is elevated um obviously like not having to worry about the news 24-7. And this week, both of my parents got their first vaccination shots. Wow, they were able to get it. I heard it's really hard, like even for 65 plus. They're in San Bernardino County, and Mm. it was like super easy. My mom said that there was like 10 plus appointments every day that you could pick from. Hmm. And both of them said they were in and out in 20 minutes. Like it was I heard the it easiest was hard thing. in Ventura County to yeah. get it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, also, like, I've seen a, quite a few people on my Instagram that are young that do not work in healthcare that They're have gotten, it. that are getting it. And it's pissing me off. Like, and you know, also huge shout out to my friend Joel, who was also offered the vaccine because he works, you know, in public service. Um, but he said, I do my job on Zoom and I, I'm going to, I'm going to say no, thank you until it's my turn. So like, I was wow. like, that's really rad, dude. Like, that is rad. You. And it's interesting for me to hear this sentiment because I guess I haven't like quite honestly thought thought about that I guess I've been thinking more like mm-hmm. hurry hurry let's all get it is like For the sure. vibe that I've been hearing yeah. so I thought that mm. that was kind of but now that you're saying it, it makes sense because there has been um difficulties in um getting the quantities needed for the s- special groups right 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 and so like I think if it was super easy for everyone to get it. Like he would do it, but like he knows that it's hard for people that are 65 and plus and healthcare workers Mm -hmm. to even get it at this point. So he's Mm -hmm. just like, that's cool. Like go in front of me, those people. And thanks Joel. I love you. Thanks Joel. (laughs) He's listening. Yeah. Probably. Hopefully. Yeah. I hope. 
Probably sweet not. baby Joel. I feel like people if say not, they do. Or I'll, I'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk. Call it out. Call it out, people. I don't even think Chris listened just, to the last one. So I'm going to talk shit. I think that like sometimes I'll talk to friends that I think listen to it and I'll say. Talk You'll reference it. Talk, or I'll talk about something that we just talked about on the podcast and they're like, oh, and I'm like. Clearly, you didn't listen to. You're my like podcast. you pull out your fucking burn book and write their name down. Exactly. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I um, what was I gonna say about that? I had a lot of people reach out after our last episode. It made me feel pretty good. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Thank you, those that reached out and are cheering us on. Like that's really cool. Yes, and if you're a new listener, you can follow along with us on our Instagram that we update sporadically Sometimes. but we'll get better at it <laughs> crying amazing crazy yeah uh we have a website with an episode guide where we post all the links to the things we talk about which is obviously mm-hmm. cryingamazingcrazy.com you can send us an email at cryingamazingcrazy at gmail.com but quite mm-hmm. frankly you should probably just dm us on uh instagram because i think we check that more often yeah i'm probably on that like four hours a day <laughs> And thanks, everyone. Um, I'm taking cat hair off of this mic. It's super sexy. <laughs> um, thanks to everyone who gave us song ideas for our show. Uh, we'll get to those at some point. We did, we're not using one of them today, as you heard from the intro song. Mm-hmm. However, um, we will explore some of those. They were really good ideas and what we're looking for is a layer of corniness or cheese ball to the song mm-hmm. because we like to talk shit. And some of the songs that you guys pitched were like just bomb ass songs. And I don't know, it's not as exciting for us because we're shit talkers. Right. Yeah. And like it's if there's like a layer of like fun to be had or the videos didn't age well, like that's, yeah, the fun stuff that that's we like the, to That's what get we into. like to vibe on. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, uh, how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing all right this week. I felt yeah. I felt good this week. Yeah, I felt like anxious up until the inaugur- even during the inauguration. Like yeah. the whole time, I was like biting my fingernails. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of want to go back and rewatch it so that I can like feel it instead of like being PTSD through it. So yeah. It was surreal. Like what I said to Chris, like the other night, I was like, I still don't really like, I think I'm, I'm still like in shock or like, I can't believe that 45 is no longer. Yeah. Like it was a weird fever dream that we all had. And like, was that, what the fuck? Like we're, yeah, it's really weird. It's a weird time. Like I definitely feel happier and lighter, but I, I'm just not over it yet. I don't think. Yeah. I think because we got so numb to like having uh like unqualified people making decisions for everyone Mm -hmm. like that that just became the norm of so it's like like that's the part that blows my mind the most is like oh there's gonna be competent people in charge of our departments you know our it's just wild to me i'm like mm-hmm. I-, I got so used to just like oh yeah here's another fucking clown you know so it's just like it feels like right. i guess i just feel now the reason the stress has been lifted is because i kind of feel like oh there's gonna be people with like open ears making decisions and like things mm-hmm. will be less hard for totally. folks that are trying to affect change like it's still gonna be you know 
the fight continues for a lot of things, obviously, right. but like at least it's mm-hmm. going to be less like there's going to be more humanity. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I think like just watching the very first press briefing, I was just like, whoa, like it's just a normal thing. <laughs> yeah. It's this easy, normal thing. And like, I know there's like a ton of activists that don't like Joe Biden, but like his. The people he's, like, appointing are, in my mind, like, fit the super left columns. Like, first indigenous, first trans, first everything. So, like, he, you know, I think this world, like, pushed him more left. And, you know, just the shit that he did on the first day was, like, stuff that would normally get ignored until later or not at all. So, I just... I don't know. I'm I'm going to give him a lot of credit right now. And I also feel like know, he's we'll kind of like eyes on him, but mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like he's at the stage in his life where he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's like do this progressive <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't like right. that's like, like he's like if my grandkids like, you know, he's like imagine he's everyone's totally. grandpa. And he's like if my kid wants a cookie, yeah. they're going to get a cookie. Like, fuck it. Just give them a cookie. I don't need <laughs> yeah. to please their parents. I don't need to please society. I just want yeah. these young yeah. children to have what they need. Like, that's how I feel he is. He's yeah. like the cool grandpa that's like, I know. You guys want progressive policy? Right. Let's just fucking give it to them. Right. That's the Let's vibe I'm just getting. Start off this way. Yeah. And it can always get better, blah, blah, blah. But, like, that's why everyone needs to stay actively engaged at your local level and really push for that shit. And when, you know, stuff pops up on the national level, then, like, make those calls, write your people, and, you know, just basically just don't rest now. Like, you can take a break and a breath and, like, you don't have to have that in your mind all day, every day. But, you know, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yepers. Well, shall we get into it? That was my <laughs> yes, British <Gunna>. accent. <laughs> shall we begin? Let's do it. So uh, if you missed our last episode, but you're a long time call or what is it? Long time listener, first time call- caller. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> is this supposed to rhyme? I can't remember. I'm drinking, by the way. Last time I wasn't drinking. Today I am. Del and I decided. Me either. Let's do it. Let's drink. So anyways, if you haven't listened in a while, we kind of shifted gears and we still talk about our crying stuff. It's still, everything is still cry heavy, but we're talking about crying things. We're talking about amazing things and we're talking about crazy things. And then we do our, our little song, our song, mm-hmm. song and dance at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what made you cry? Um, So I think I only did, yeah, I have like one and a half. So, you know, I think we don't want to dwell on or talk too much about the coup because it was fucking stupid. But, um, you know, our, our constant jam is like, Mr. Rogers, look for the helpers. So I super sobbed the next day when I read this article about Representative Andy Kim from New Jersey um, cleaning up the Capitol after, you know, it was cleared out and safe for people to come back in the building. And he 
he wasn't there while it was happening, but he was hunkered down in his office, like watching it all go down. And, you know, um, he's, you know, he, in 2018, he became the first Asian American to represent New Jersey in Congress, flipping a white district that voted for Trump in 2016. And he did it again in 2020, despite voting to impeach the president last year. So good job, New Jersey. But, you know, <laughs> he said, quote, I was just overwhelmed with an emotion. It's a room that I love so much. It's the heart of the Capitol, literally the heart of this country. It pained me so much to see this, to see it in this kind of condition. So for the next hour and a half, he filled up a dozen trash bags with debris. And when he finished cleaning up the rotunda, I kissed my grandfather goodbye in the rotunda. <laughs> we need to sidebar about that in a second, but please continue about yeah. Mr. Kim. So after he finished cleaning up the rotunda, he cleaned up the adjacent rooms, you know, including like the National Sanctuary Hall and Capitol and the Capitol Crypt downstairs. And, you know, many people labeled him a true patriot. And he said he didn't dwell much on the symbolic effort, but like it was just on his mind, you know. You know, he also pointed out the progress that's been made, even though he was cleaning up after a white supremacist, white supremacist rioted the Capitol. And, you know, he said... I represent a district where the vast majority of people do not look like me, but they voted for me twice now to be the representative, and that's a beautiful thing. There are others who seek to make me seem like an other, whether it's because of skin color or gender or sexuality, but that's not what this is about. We're all Americans. So I just thought it was really sweet and really cool that, like, you know, he wasn't doing it for a photo op or whatever. He just, like, felt really sad. So he just, like, spent all night cleaning it up and, like, you know, taking care of it. And so anyway, thanks, Andy Kim. You made me cry uh, Mr. Rogers' tears. Oh, yeah, Andy Kim. I'm going to – let's cheers for him. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> that was really sweet, and the photo was um, really moving when you read the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love do that. Do you want to talk about the rota? Oh, and yes. That? So um, I don't <laughs> – yeah. So, um, so Del and it. I are huge fans of Sweet Baby Cola Scola. And uh, actually, he just came out as non-binary. So he uses they, them pronouns. Mm. Anyhow, so they did this thing that was like, there's this interview with, uh, what's her name? Jenna Bush. And she... Yeah. And she was like doing this interview about how distraught she was to see everyone fucking up the Capitol. And there is a quote. There's part of what she said was, you know, when she saw people in the rotunda, like just um, being super disrespectful of it, she was like, I kissed my grandfather goodbye in that rotunda. And uh, Cole Scola. <laughs> started a hashtag challenge where folks could submit things or you know different renditions of saying i kissed my grandfather goodbye in that rotunda 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 i kissed my grandfather goodbye in that rotunda. I kissed my grandfather goodbye on the tundra. I kissed my grandfather goodbye in that rotunda. I kissed my grandfather goodbye 
I kissed my grandfather goodbye in that rotunda. I kissed my grandfather goodbye in that rotunda. I, um, I kissed my grandfather. <laughs> goodbye in that rotunda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kissed my grandfather goodbye in that rotunda. I said I kissed my grandfather goodbye in that rotunda. I just to say I'm, I'm familiar with it, yeah. They were really great. Like, there's comedic ones, dramatic ones, and I really wanted to submit one, but he they cut it off, like, after 24 hours. But I, I wanted to try to, like, get myself super worked up, like, snot flowing and, like, do... But I just couldn't get into that headspace, but... It was really do good. it right now. Just do it right <laughs> no, now. Okay. Okay. The one that I wanted to do that I didn't submit, but now that I've been drinking rum, I can. Mm-hmm. Was I just wanted to do like a classic Valley Girl kind of one where I was just like, <laughs> no, like seriously, no, no, no. You don't know. You don't realize. Like, I kissed my fucking grandfather goodbye in that rotunda. Like, dude, my grandfather, I fucking kissed him in that rotunda. Like straight fucking up dude no you don't even understand i kissed him (laughs) goodbye like goodbye like forever like fucking forever in that rotunda that's the one i wanted to submit damn it we should have done (laughs) them we suck yeah that was good have you been watching search party sorry yes i'm not caught up because i had to tell edgar like i jammed through them over christmas break um, and then he, I told him like, this is a really good show. You should watch it. So then he started it. And like, now he wants me to wait to watch the new season. These motherfuckers. You know, <laughs> actually, Chris doesn't like it. He's because this new season is really disturbing. Like, you know, you have to have like a really fucked up sense of humor to yeah, be like able to stomach. Um, well, you have to be able to stomach the like horror um, genre aspects of it, in addition to the like millennial satirical stuff. There's a really good interview with right. all of them on Outfest. If you go, I don't know if they saved it, but Outfest, their Instagram, they did like mm-hmm. an Instagram live with all of those actors and Sweet Baby John Early, who is another A plus Melendell um, celebrity. Yes. So, Mel, what made you cry this week? Well, uh, I guess, you know, just the inauguration stuff in general. Um, But Chris and I, you know, particularly with Amanda Gorman's speech or her poem, um, we both had tears streaming down our faces, like looking over at each other and seeing that happen. Yeah, it was just uh, pretty awesome just to see like a young person in front of the White House, an intelligent young person, particularly a person of color um, and a, a woman, a young woman standing in front of the White House saying something that touched you and was passionate and had like any glimmer of hope in it. So it was just like, yeah, I think like I don't remember if I was texting with you because I was texting with other people like during inauguration day and I was kind of like I don't know what to do with this feeling of hope like because I (laughs) haven't experienced it in so long you know know. and uh so it just felt like really weird the whole day because I was just like I haven't it was my cousin I was talking to my cousin and Mm. we were just kind of like what do we do (laughs) yeah we haven't 
like it's just a weird feeling like it's been a while I mean it's you know particularly with everything going on with COVID it's just like all of a sudden because every day I've just been like preparing myself for bad it's like you get conditioned to prepare yourself for like really bad news like right regularly so anyways to have this like shining light of her poem was just like incredibly moving like you had like a phys I think a lot of people had just like a physical reaction to it you know and that's what art is supposed to do so yeah kudos to her and also it's fucking awesome that she's from LA yeah South LA Mm -hmm. and um she started out working or not working but through the nonprofit uh right girl mm-hmm. um and there's an article on laist and the author of the article like knew her and was in the program at the same time as mm. her so like that's a really cool piece to check out but yeah i think she was the youngest ever i didn't have any emotions during the entire inauguration because again like i was just so afraid that something terrible was about to happen yeah. so i just I need to watch it again. Like, I really, really do. But, yeah. Yeah, I I, I was scared in the morning. And then when I started watching it, I felt better about it. Mm-hmm. I guess because I saw how weird it was with, like, no one there. And, yeah. like, an insane, an insanely huge row of, like, military, like, army right. dudes. <laughs> right. Like, welcome to America. Here's the barbed wire and army dudes. Like, Yeah. But <clears throat> I don't know why it was, like, kind of sweet for me to see them. I think when somebody did a prayer at one point, I don't know, one of the guys did like the Catholic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatever it is, blessing himself. Right. And for some reason, I was like really moved by that. Even I was just like, see, he's <laughs> even happy that like this is happening, right. that there's a change in the guard. Um, but anyways, with Amanda Gorman, another thing that I didn't know that came out with all the press that she's been getting was that. Well, A, one, I didn't know who the fuck she was. So there's that. So, of course, I didn't know anything about her. But it was interesting that she had, I guess, like an auditory processing disorder and sound sensitivity. That's what I have. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Wait. Tell me more. (laughs) Um... When I was in my final year semester of college, I was super struggling with Italian class like super struggling and the professor was like something's wrong like you you're trying really hard so she sent me to get tested and they're like oh yeah you're dyslexic and you have an auditory processing disorder and I was like wow suddenly my whole life makes complete sense to me so wait so how did they so I I know we've talked about your dyslexia and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but like what Describe what that means for you in terms of the auditory processing thing. So it takes me a minute to fully understand what people are saying. Like it takes me a second to like fully process. And like if someone, like if my boss were to come over to me and just give me a list of shit to do, I would remember the first thing and that's it. I have to write literally everything down that anyone's ever telling me in order to process it and remember it and then I'll hear a lot of things like it bugs it drives Edgar crazy but like he'll say something or somebody will say something to me and I'll hear some totally other weird phrase that's not what they said and it sounds crazy like I wish I could remember one time he was telling me something over and over again but I just kept hearing your face is fur 
Like, that's not a sentence. That doesn't mean anything. So I'll just hear weird shit and I'll look at him and be like, did they just say blah, blah, blah? And he's like, no. And then he'll tell me. And they sound similar, but I don't know that there's like any cure for it. But what it did do for me is I'm a really good listener because I have to be. (laughs) Yeah, you are. And thank you. And I'm really good at making connections with weird things, like things that normal people don't see like a connection to. Like mm-hmm. I'm Rain really Man, good you're at, kind of a Rain like, Man. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Rain Woman. Yeah. I'm really good at just like seeing a, a thorough line through things that probably don't, wouldn't pop out to most people. But it, they say it comes like if you have a lot of earaches when you're a little kid, like that is a, you know, and it's more common in little boys. Or it's that thing where um, our society is sexist and, you know, more little boys are diagnosed with learning disorders than little girls. Right. Um, So I think we're like forced more to just deal with it Mm -hmm. um, instead of somebody like realizing like something's not clicking. It's just ignored. Whereas like a little boy acts crazy. Yeah, that's why like a lot of autistic women you know are not diagnosed till they're adults even right yeah so i think it's that thing but anyway yeah wow. i didn't know that about her so that's really what the cool. hell del i didn't know that i mean i guess <laughs> yeah. it's not something you really like announce yeah. because it's yeah. especially it doesn't seem or at least i've never noticed any sort of yeah pause and listening or anything mm-hmm. like that um yeah the next time you say something that i misinterpret i'll totally like call it out yes please do <laughs> it's usually really funny or really weird <laughs> so that's kind of cool well not real. i mean it's not cool but what is it it reminds me of like the times that i've been like way too high from like edibles yeah <laughs> because i just like can't understand language i'm just like what are you saying <laughs> yeah. like i don't know syntax usually is what happens I'm yeah like, the words are not in the right order yeah or or yeah that's the other thing it's like s- words that sound similar confuse me hmm. so i can't think of an example but like that's why it's really really hard for me to learn a second language because you know and other languages when you're first learning it, a lot of the words sound really alike and you have to like know the nuance and I just might, I can't do it. So. Well, when you were talking Mm -hmm. about how that's made you sort of, that's given you, um, a skill to connect things. Um, one thing that Amanda Gorman has said was that, you know, she didn't have like low self-esteem because of Mm -hmm. this, um, processing disorder, but she, she said that like her, her kind of like her thoughts growing up could be described as this Marianne Williamson quote, which is our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And I thought that was really cool. That's awesome. And it kind of goes along with what you're saying. Yeah. And, but also like maybe some of the stuff I'm like, I'm, I'm just an Aquarius. you guys. (laughs) Channy. We love Channy. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, or yeah, and that's the other thing. It's like loud noises and stuff. Like mm. I can't, uh, I hate loud them. noises. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Wait, sorry. I'm like tripping up on the Aquarius thing. So what you're Aquarius and what's your moon and rising sign again? I think, fuck, I always forget. I have that Th- that's another thing. Like I can't what's remember your, What's like your that. Myers-Briggs? I don't believe in that. It's been debunked so many times. It's not real. <laughs> I know. Um, let me see. But every time I take the test, I get the same thing every time. 
Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I had a boss who was always like, what's your Myers-Briggs? And I'm like, I'm not telling you because it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It asks you like 500 questions. Yeah. Sorry. What, what, my, my rising is Sagittarius. Oh. I don't know what that means. I'm just pretending. I'm like, you're so saggy. You're such a sag, like full sag energy. But like shout out to your buddy. I think I told you. Marika. Sorry, Marika. We uh, are buddies on Instagram. She just just deleted her Instagram. I cried. I hope she's listening. Hey, Marika. Why did she do that? She's just taking a break. Like. Okay. normal humans should do um anyway she like posted something about aquarius and i was like oh my god are you an aquarius and she's like no but i have mad respect for all you weirdos <laughs> that's such a marika thing to say yeah no she's virgo hella virgo that's funny but yeah anyway. i have a lot of Vir- I, I like i've got some virgos in my life Anyway, I feel like we're going on a super oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, although my amazing is kind of new agey again. Sorry. Did you oh, have sorry. any other crying stuff? I'm down. I'm done with mine. Okay. Yeah. So something Shout out to Amanda. Yeah. So something that kind of straddles on crying and amazing is something called just scream dot baby. What the um, fuck? <laughs> It's a website that one of my um, millennial Gen Z perhaps colleagues told me about. So we had a really intense staff meeting this week where literally like everyone on the Zoom call was crying. Um, All the men included. It was kind of powerful and amazing. But afterwards, she posted in our Slack channel, you know, like going off of today's meeting, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know if anyone's heard of Just Scream.Baby, but it's really great. And... It was a hotline. It just closed on Friday. They might, I'm sure they're going to come back, but you can, you can call in and leave a scream. And, you know, there was different topics. So like some of them are filled with joy, rage, frustration, loneliness, and like anything else there is to scream about, but you can listen to them all. Like they're still archived and they're so moving and hopeful. And like, they just make you feel really connected to strangers. And I think, you know, just during this time when a lot of people are single and just living alone in quarantine and haven't seen anybody in nine months. And most of the messages that I listen to on the hope stream, like I'll just sit there and cry. Um, you know, like there was one, it was just like, you know, your smile is really beautiful. I wish you would smile more. I love you. I'm thinking of you. And you know, just wait, like hold that. on. Is people screaming these things? No, they're just saying them. And like, there's not always a scream in the call, okay. but like sometimes it'll be like, Wah! and then, you know, people just talk or like they'll talk and then they'll scream. But the Hope Channel doesn't have that many screams in it. Or like, you know, a college kid will say like, you know, I'm in college. It's been really hard and stressful, but like, you've got this. I hope you're doing all right and we're all going to make it through. So it's just like really sweet. Um, I was going to try to play one. I don't- hey, everybody. I just wanted to say that I know the world is a bit of a dumpster fire at the moment. And there's a lot of people hurting. Just take one day at a time. Know that you are loved. And just try and hold on for now. So just love. stuff like that. Like, you know, oh my gosh, it's hard. I like- yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes you cry <laughs> They're really thinking good. somebody, rec- like, visualizing somebody recording this by themselves. Like, hey, yeah. 
And like, there's one, so it's just scream.baby. And there's one too that's like little kids laughing and little kids screaming. And that one's really fun. So like, you know, you just hear like little babies laughing and, and, you know, there's ones that are where people are like screaming in horror and just like, fuck, this is so fucking hard. But the hope one is really good. It's just like, it's really sweet that people around the world are like thinking of everyone else around the world and wanting to like give a little hope. I Um, love that so much. Really cool. So I thought, you know, that obviously made me cry as I was listening to them, but I also thought it was really fucking amazing. So That's so amazing. That yeah. is a good amazing one, yeah. slash crying. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Do you have any amazing? God, well, mine are all shitty compared to that. <laughs> mine my other... are like walking advertisements again. That's okay. I have my other ones really stupid, so. <laughs> okay, so we're transitioning to amazing. We're talking about things that just are exciting blow our minds sorry just pouring such some as more wine. the wine that Dell's drinking there's nothing to fucking do you guys there's nothing to do right now nothing nothing and so anyways little wins right my the whole time i guess because like we moved here and the shower that we're using has really soft water but i feel like my hair has just been so gross since all of this like well my whole life I've really struggled with I feel like this is me being on a Noxzema commercial but whatever <laughs> my whole life I've really struggled with having um like greasy hair like oily hair like I'm not mm. so I've always been bummed out because when you're like looking at shampoo bottles all of them are like moisturize like this will fucking moisturize the shit out of your hair and I'm always like no I want an unmoisturizer like <laughs> I don't want to moisturize my hair like I'm good. Like I'm fucking moisturized to the max. I need, which is funny because I have really dry skin, so I have like dry face oh, skin. Weird. But my hair, mm-hmm. just my hair, just like retains, um, can't, like retains shampoo, and it's really hard for me to rinse the shampoo out of my hair, so it's just like greasy. And I've always had problems with this, even as a kid. There's like one elementary school picture of me where there's like a huge kink on one side that I tried to cover up because underneath my hair have I told you this story before underneath I had like a rat's nest of just that a knot I was in I think like elementary school so I think I was in fourth grade can you post it yeah I'll find it because it's really funny because I have so my hair I have straight hair on top and then underneath it's kind of like wavy curlyish so it's just Mm -hmm. annoying hair because I'm like it's not like wavy it's not straight it's not curly it's just like this fucking weird thing that's like super straight and then like wavy underneath yeah and um Anyways, so yeah, my hair is like parted in the middle and it's like flat, like greased <laughs> down on top. And then like one side is straight and the other side is just like a big wave because underneath was like the world's biggest rat's nest for me just like letting a knot continuously grow and not oh brushing it out because I was too scared to brush it out because it was oh getting bigger and bigger. Anyways... <laughs> So, like, <laughs> my mom would have to do things like uh, oh there God. were multiple times where um, my hairdresser slash my mom's hairdresser mm-hmm. would, like, be like, okay, she needs to just straight up wash her hair with, like, fucking um, dish soap. Like, just wash what? her hair with dish, like, um, 
Dawn. So I've like gone through periods of my life where I've washed my hair with Dawn. This is me being a super gross, dirty girl. But anyways. (laughs) Dirt ball. (laughs) Dirt ball. WT coming out. So um, anyways, obviously this is when I was young. This is like ended in this was like elementary school status right okay i'm not gonna this crying i swear anyway so i have i have (laughs) oily hair (laughs) that's the bottom line i have oily hair so guys ever since uh i moved back home for some reason i'm like drop dead fretting it like it's coming back like (laughs) the oily hair childhood water it's the same water it's the same water dude so my hair is back to greaseball mcgee and like naughty so i don't i don't know anyways so my amazing thing is i just said fuck this tresemme bullshit i need to like buy better shampoo like an adult so as we age mal our products yeah so more expensive yeah so I didn't, I just like, I just like looked at all the lists online and tried to find one that was like drugstore easy to buy. Oh, yeah. So I just like, just yesterday I washed my hair with this OGX extra strength tea tree mint um, shampoo and conditioner. And it was just like, <laughs> like my hair is great. Like, you know, it's not all nasty. Like it's not all gross. And like... You know, no one else would really notice it. It's really probably me. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's just like my hair is so much better. I'm so happy. And I, it was like, Yay. you know, $10 shampoo from uh, Vons. But it's the OGX whatever. And I found – because I did research and I guess like tea tree oil, mm. witch hazel, and – yeah, tea tree oil and witch hazel are like the oils that are really good for us like oily hair girls mm. in like getting that shit out of your hair. So, um, I know that brand, yeah, yeah, it's like the organic, like whatever. So, that's just funny. Every time I use that, it turns my hair into straw, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I need the straw one, that's the one I'm looking for. I'm gonna look for the bottles. It's like, <laughs> that's so funny, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I'm stoked because it's like lifted the shit out of my hair, and I feel like I feel yeah. I feel pretty. I feel pretty, oh so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and bright. You know what's, you know, there's something about that. Like in therapy, I was talking about how because of quarantine, I just feel like an ugly monster because like I'm not getting manicures. I'm not getting my brows waxed. I'm not getting facials. I'm not getting haircuts. Like I don't do my makeup. I don't do my hair. And my therapist was like, well, why don't you do your hair? (laughs) Just fucking do it. Yeah. And then I was like. Oh, I should. So I did my hair all week and I felt cute. Like, and that's important. Like it is. You carry, it's how you carry yourself. Because even at the beginning of this, like a remote working lifestyle at the beginning, I was wearing like my pajamas all the time. But then I was like, what the fuck? Like I'm super groggy. Like I don't feel good about Mm -hmm. working. So then like pretty quick when we transitioned, I was like, Okay, I'm just going to start showering. Like, I'm going to pretend like I'm going to work, you know? Right. And that, you know, you just kind of have to do that. Otherwise, you feel like... Yeah. Shmeh. 
Although I still don't wear my work clothes, but I went out and bought all these really cute sweatsuits oh. <laughs> I'm really into. Uh-huh. So like, I'm like, yes, I'm going to wear like the matching cute sweatpants today. And like, yeah, I don't, it's cute. not like I'm wearing, I'm not wearing work clothes, but yeah, I'm wearing yeah. like jeans instead of PJ pants or like, right. yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I wear my, you know, uh, spandex pants or whatever the fuck, right, but right, right. I'm still wearing a bra, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, we're like bras is going to be hard to go back to bras. And I'm like, I feel like I still need to wear one every day. Otherwise, I don't feel like I'm dressed for the day. And I want to feel, I don't know, especially because I want, it's really important to have like the work home life separation Separation. in a way. So you're like, I'm done. I'm off the clock or whatever. Hot, hot tip also from my therapist. So... To make that separation every day when I'm done with work, I go outside, I walk to the street, I take a deep breath, and then I walk home. Because she says, you're missing that connection when you get to drive in your car, when you're driving home to like decompress. Mm -hmm. And like, you're not telling your body, I'm done with work because you're in your home every, you know, like Mm -hmm. the line is blurred. So now every day, Edgar does it too. Like after we're done with work, we walk outside. And then I take a breath and then I like just tell myself like, okay, I'm home now. And then I walk back up the driveway and like, it's super helpful. That's to just a good like idea. Cause unplug it. as a, <clears throat> and also like with a, you know, as a parent, it's hard to like, just all of a sudden, like literally it's right. like you're done with work and then your child like blasts into the door and you're just like, yeah. it's hard to shift your mind all of a sudden to like being in mom mode. Yeah. Or so like my thing has been like, I even though it's like another chore or whatever, I do kind of enjoy cooking dinner because I just mm. like don't talk to anyone yeah, and just kind of like, <laughs> you know, chop the food or whatever. And I can just kind of like not have to talk to anyone or think, you know, I could just have yeah. my own thoughts and not be connected to a device or have to like right. perform in any way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. So my other amazing is the Paris Hilton This Is Paris documentary. Oh, God, can... I haven't seen it. It's on YouTube. Okay. It's not so amazing. It has a 63% on Rotten Tomatoes, so, like, you know, go with that. But it's not what I expected of her or the documentary. And in the film, she talks about the time she spent in boarding schools for teens with behavioral problems in the late 90s. And she talks about like the terrifying moment when two people took her from her bedroom in the n- middle of the night to go to one of those schools in Utah. Like while her parents stood by looking on in tears and crying, even though her parents sent her to the program. So she explains that like until making the documentary, there her parents didn't know, like she suffered a lot of abuse at the school. Like they beat them. They took their clothes. No they put them way. In, yeah. They put them in solitary confinement. Like, because they were like, beha- they were like bad teens, but like, that's not how you fix bad behavior by taking everything away. Like that just makes you, you know, rebel. And anyway, so the first opening scene is like her going through like her crazy day of like packing and traveling across the world and going to some product launch. And then it's all like super chaotic and stressful. And then when she gets back to her hotel, like she talks about how she has not slept since she was in that school. Like Mm -hmm. she never sleeps. It's because she has this reoccurring nightmare of like somebody taking her in the middle of the night. And it's like, Oh my you know, it's gosh. wild. Be- and, you know, she talks about, like, the toll it took on her in her whole life. And it's crazy because her mom fucking sucks. Is like, it amazing or crazy? 
It's amazing. Um, it also straddles crazy. It does. It does. So she like, there's a moment when she like tells her mom about everything and her mom is just like stoic, like doesn't react and just hugs her and tells her like, that was brave instead of like, I'm sorry or, oh my God, I can't believe that. It's just like, it's really fucking weird. And I'm just like, dude, your mom sucks. And then she talks about all of her like boyfriends, how they all sucked and they've all been abusive. And like, you know, she gets into like how this public person is a made up character and like her real voice is actually really deep yeah she contacts the other girls that were in the program with her and like there's a scene where they're all talking about like their abuse and like how it's fucked them all up and like they do this project you know whatever where they like film themselves or with tape over their mouth and holding a sign that like talks about like this school needs to be shut down and whatever but like her whole thing of getting out of there was like, I'll show you, I'm going to be who I want to be and I'm going to make a million dollars, you know, being who I am. And then she did. And now she's like striving towards a billion dollars. But like, to me, it's just like, you need therapy and like, you're going to get to that goal and you're, it's, you're still going to like, never going to feel satisfied. You're never going to feel satisfied or safe. Mm -hmm. And I, I just wish she would like stop her life and like, take a nap and go get therapy like it was just like dude like you're making this so much harder on yourself but I'm glad I watched it I think because it was just like you know a crazy different understanding of like the person who invented like this influencer culture and like her whole background and it's just like you know she was driven to that because of this trauma and like you know it's, it's sad but yeah it was like kind of amazing to just be like whoa that's why she is who she is that's why you know everything happened and she's the reason that's gnarly that's really gnarly because I feel like people just think of her as this like hey whatever like privileged girl like not that she had gone through this like I mean obviously we're aware of the probably abuse emotional Mm -hmm. and terrible abuse she's had like from her boyfriends and yada yada and just like Right. Being in the limelight, Lindsay Lohan style, but like, yeah, I didn't know like, she was part yeah. of that program. Right. And like, you know, it talks about like her sex tape. Like she thought she was in love with this guy and he just betrayed her. And mm-hmm. like, it's really sad and fucked up. And wasn't it Shannon Doherty's husband or something like that? Oh, I don't know. There was like maybe. a weird Shannon Doherty connection. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it shows a fight between one of her, you know her and her current boyfriend and it's like super fucked up and like this girl just needs therapy i'm really anyway it's really i'm really sad for her but like yeah it's yeah. funny because like nicole richie was like the sidekick but then now she's the star and paris hilton, right you know what i mean well paris hilton is still like she's a dj traveling the world she has like 27 different pro like she's still doing i think just not here um oh yeah we, we she's like Lindsay her. lohan yeah. Not here on earth. Um, no, I'm just kidding. And then one of the girls, one of the other teens that was in the program with her was like, oh, yeah, it's like really funny because I would watch The Simple Life and you would be like, I don't know how to use a broom. And she would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, you do. Like, that's literally all we did at that camp was like clean and build things. And like, anyway, so it's just like such a weird disc. Like, you know, I don't know if it's fully worth watching, but I watched it like over several nights, just like clips here and there but it was 
I remember seeing the it's commercials good-ish. for it, but I didn't realize like where it was yeah. or how to watch it. It's on YouTube. But all yeah. Right. Do you have another amazing? Well, all I was going to do, it's like another product placement. <laughs> do it. Um, so my, Maybe we'll get a sponsor. I know, huh? So my brother's like high school girlfriend, mm-hmm. I like lurked on her shit one day and saw that she like is the founder of this makeup company and they're like a legit like what? like millions of well i don't know about millions but yeah they're like a legit like her products are in like ulta blah 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 so she has this company and it's called axiology and it's like a total like sustainable vegan makeup line mm-hmm. and it's i got her um she does so anyways it's really awesome awesome product so i bought it for or i asked for it for christmas and i got it and it was um she does these things called lip to lids balmies and it's just like a matte yeah i'm looking at them they're really cool so it's just like a matte color stick that you can use for your lip your your um cheeks and your eyes and they're awesome and it's really cool because there's no plastic um, yeah. And the little boxes that they come in are um, – they're actually made from repurposed trash from, like, a woman's cooperative in, in Bali, I think it wow. is. So everything is really cool. So – and then the the um, the crayon, the, like, lipstick or whatever, the crayon itself, it comes like a crayon in that it's, like, in this paper wrapper. So as you're using it, you just peel the paper wrapper. So there's no plastic. And then when it's done, it's done. And there's, like, no um, – you know byproduct that's harming the environment but it's also just a really good like it looks good and it's like if you're into like natural beauty like less makeup-y looking mm-hmm. and just like a pretty it was cool because I've always been looking for like a peach like I really like oranges and peaches mm-hmm. on my lid and um so she has those colors it's called clementine but anyways i just thought that was really cool and i couldn't believe it and i'm like danny why did you break up with your high school girlfriend (laughs) really cool now (laughs) oh they're not together right now no it was his high school girlfriend like his little sweet little first love you know they're this is really cute it's really cute yeah and uh they've been on a ton of like they've been like oprah i think like touted the product at one point recently so they're just like blowing up and it's anyways i wanted to give a free ad placement for them because i I was like stoked on the product and i thought it was really cool maybe they'll send us some samples i know (laughs) erica (laughs) erica rodriguez that's That's so cool i'm gonna totally buy this cute like um so the one i got was like it was the clementine peach and um I forget the there's like a sheer kind of color but yeah, yeah it looks really good <clears throat> the sheer one is the one that I want mm-hmm. anyway that's cute I'm gonna get it yeah so it's amazing yeah that's it for me fun self-care um, yes I wonder if our crazy might be the same it's this not time. gonna be the same trust me girl okay what's your crazy okay so my crazy is literally today <laughs> Oh, okay. Just kidding. <laughs> no. Okay. So today, Chris, Juna, and I went to the beach. And as we're like pulling up to park, um, Chris goes, oh, my God, did you see that? And I was like, no. And there was like some people packed like these super huge beach houses, you know, beachfront property. Mm-hmm. 
these people were like obviously leaving from being there for the weekend. And when I looked, I thought, oh, is is it a celebrity that he's seeing or something? Right. Um, because when I saw them, I thought, oh, they're super hip, like artsy hipsters. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, my friend. I had never seen them in real life. <laughs> so I'm like excited. <laughs> but it was... It was Mormon fundamentalists, like polygamists, like what? in their fucking prairie dresses and their no. like pompadours. Yeah, there was what like the fuck? Mm-hmm, there was like three women and they're wearing their pastel oh dresses, like God. light blue, light pink, and sons. There was like boys with like their long sleeve, like button up black shirts and black jeans and like cowboy boots. They're fucking leaving their beach house property that they probably rented for the weekend. What the fuck? It was, it was so crazy. And so, did you take pictures? <laughs> no, Chris wouldn't let me stalk them. I wanted Aww. to. I know. I wanted to stalk them so bad, but Chris was like, "No, that's mean. We're not gonna like watch them because I wanted to go like spy yeah. on them." <laughs> Why not? So bad. I wanted to spy on them so bad. I thought they were just arriving, but then it was clear that they were leaving. But it's funny because literally when I looked at the girl, because she was very pretty. Whoops, I mm-hmm. just hit my microphone. She was really pretty and skinny. And white. And I was like, oh, it's like some like model. Like I thought they were like celebrities, like hipsters, you know? Right. And then I was like, oh no, that dress is like down to her ankles. (laughs) Like she has a fucking huge pompadour. No, 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 no. Why? So yeah. So I did a little deep dive. So my crazy is a deep dive Google Googling of these people and their fashion. Oh my god, I love it. So um So, uh, because I forgot about it, and then I started thinking about, I guess, like, the big question, okay, like, transition to me as Sarah fucking, what's her name? As the chick from Sex and the City, Sarah, um, Jessica Parker typing. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah, and I, I was mean, just, just like, no. if they're dressed like this, does it mean they are polygamous? <laughs> and then the episode begins and the research. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, it pretty much does. <laughs> oh, shit. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah. So then I did all this research about the. So there's like all these sect, sects that are Mormon funda- fundamentalists. But the two biggest ones are there's one that's like something brethren. And then there's and they don't have as as strict of like clothing mm-hmm. requirements but then there's the one that warren jeffs remember that fucking dude he's still the president of this church and it's the what, what is it it's the fundamental fundamentalist church of latter-day saints that's the name of the Ew. church so even though he's serving a life sentence um apparently he's still the president there's still some like whoa like they haven't like the church hasn't formally said that he's stepped down mm-hmm. i think because they don't if he has stepped down i don't think they want to reveal who the new leader is oh, for obvious right. reasons because they're like Gross. trying to stay low key but anyways yeah so i did this like insane research and um <laughs> i love it yeah so they've always they've always had like strict um clothing requirements for women particularly like with you know in mormonism they wear these like white long john underwears because it's like what joseph smith his like original garments or some bullshit anyways so they wear those but like these women um in like warren jeff's church they wear like nylons over 
the long underwear to like cover up that underwear because even that underwear is like is like too Secret. intimate. Yeah. What the fuck? And um, so in 1953. There was this raid called the Short Creek Raid, and it was the largest mass arrest of polygamists in American history, and it was, like, on a compound in Colorado. And there was 400 men and women that were Whoa. that were arrested. Mm-hmm. And after that, the um, fundamentalist church, they had even stricter requirements for women after that because they wanted to further isolate themselves. And when you wear... When you are in a cult, essentially, and you have, like, um, a clothing requirement, it just makes you feel more tied to the – like, it further isolates you and puts you away from society. And so these women, you know, they wear these dresses and they have to be in pastel colors. They have to be in either pastel pink or blue because they're feminine and also because, I guess, like – um too colorful clothing is like too bold and it also um what did it say it said oh okay no black no prince and no red because red is reserved for christ and their color choices are limited to pastels because the spirit of god cannot reside in anything colorful what the fuck and they wear i know i know Um, So I found all this from, like, the Salt Lake Tribune. I found, like, Mm -hmm. some articles. And women still to this day wear their hair in that big, like, wave or sausage curl. (laughs) And, uh, like, kind of similar to the Gibson girl, the poof Yes. And I guess, like, the higher the wave, the more righteous the woman. What? (laughs) What? Yeah, so Warren Jeffs, when he became president he like made this rule that they have to um they have to wear long sleeves they can't have any hanging hair and they can't have any bangs and so that's why they grow their bangs out really long and they just pull them back and then they're they look similar because um they don't want outside men to be like attracted to them or that's why they're like, don't wear any makeup or anything. And then also because the women, they don't want there to be any competition between the women who have the uh, same husband. Like wow. if they're able to like show any personality, then they could like compete with each other. <laughs> yeah. And then there was the, and then I will say that. So, you know, even the boys have to wear like long pants, even though it's like mm. fucking like 500 degrees in like the right. desert where all these people live. Oh my God. And when Warren Jeffs was arrested in 2006, for you know rape yeah child remember all the crazy shit yeah um he was in fucking shorts he was wearing shorts because of course that's how it always is you know they never like when what's his name the scientology guy how he like took medicine and stuff right right um but this woman was quoted this woman who's like left that church Mm -hmm. she was like quoted in this salt lake city article as saying like um when Warren took over as president, my laundry went from four batches a day to 12. Oh, my God. Because of all the, like, layers that they had to wear. Whoa. So, anyways, <sighs> saw those little, um, you know, That's I saw so those ladies today. Crazy. <laughs> I, I, uh, I mean, I guess I know logically they still exist, but... Yeah. That's it's just so wild. Like, did you ever watch uh, 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 on HBO uh, Big Love? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I love that show because they get into all of that. And, yeah. And, like, it's all very accurate. Um, but, yeah, I just... Ugh. I know. It's weird. I just forgot about them because it's been a right. while since they've been in the news. It was really, like, in the mid... Like, 2008 was when Warren Jeffs, yeah. the whole, his whole thing was happening and the capture and blah, blah, blah. And Big Love was on TV around that time, I think. Mm-hmm. So it was more in the forefront. And it was weird because it made me think of... You know, so there's all these different sects. So not all of them dress that way. Right. You know, it's really just this one sect that's the, Mm -hmm. um, it's called, like I said, the Fundamentalist Church of Latter-day Saints. That's the name of it. So they're all different. And like even some have like separated from each other because Mm -hmm. of their views on like what people wear. Well, Sister Wives on TLC, another one of my all-time favorite reality shows is a Mormon Polygamy. polygamous family mm-hmm. but like they wore normal clothes and like they all have their own personalities and it's all really fascinating just to see like how people can be in a polygamous relationship and it doesn't have any of that like creepy weird shit but um just a little bit creepy just that just the part of like sharing a husband is creepy and weird yeah. but like they don't make their kids do anything mm-hmm. like they have gay children and they're super supportive of it and like you know oh interesting well yeah because their whole thing is like you know we live this really you know not typically normal lifestyle and like basically they compare the way that they get treated to the way that gay people get treated in society and so they like you know yeah understand i get it they can see kind of like polyamory yeah yeah so they can see like Anyway, and then one of the moms, I remember in one of the episodes, she's like, well, let's be real. Like, we have, like, whatever, 25 kids amongst the four wives. She's like, one of them is going to be gay. Like, at least. Yeah, the odds. (laughs) The odds. Yeah. So, anyway, so one of the daughters, when she finally comes out, they're all, like, super supportive, and it's really great. But, um, yeah, um, I'm fascinated by that stuff. Me too. Especially... Thank you for, like, giving us the download on the outfits because I never bothered to look oh, into Oh, yeah. It. And the other thing that I read that was, like, uh, crazy was um, I guess they also grow their hair really long. Like, they, the women don't cut their hair and they grow it really long because they believe that at during the second coming, they will wash Christ's feet with their hair. Oh, my God. So keep that in your back pocket as, like, yeah. a fun fact. So if I ever meet Christ, I need to You're make fucked. Sure. You're fucked. Yeah. Your hair I mean, is not long enough. I'm going to grow my hair out. Um, that's my that's my only crazy. I just. crazy. It was it crazy. hot off the presses. I mean, I feel like my crazy, like everyone has heard about it at this point, so I won't get too deeply into it. Mm-hmm. But Army Hammer, dude, what the fuck? Wait, I'm not on top of this. Oh, Okay. So a few weeks ago, one of his exes shared a bunch of screenshots of conversations they had over the years. Mm-hmm. And I am not a kink shamer at all. Okay. But he's getting into, excited. He's into BDSM, which is like okay. fine, like mm-hmm. you're adults. But his is like weird. Just crazy. Like it's very violent one way violence towards women. Um no. Like cannibal rape, like, like all of these texts talk about how he wants to rip out their hearts and hold it in. Like while he's fucking you, he wants to rip out your heart and eat it. 
and then he really wanted to um, like hold a beating heart while he's fucking you. No. <laughs> and he I was, he tra- was cool. Why? I know. Like it's the no heard around the world. That's kind of mean that she would share it though. I will I mean, say. And um, one of his girlfriends, he was trying to convince her and he was trying to find a doctor that would remove one of her ribs so he could mm-hmm. eat it. Mm-hmm. So he's, mm-hmm. and there was lots mm-hmm. of like rape talk and like, just Is this of, real? Has he, no, has, has he um, made a statement? I mean, he's denying it, but he did drop out of a movie with JLo because he's just like, I can't, you know, like I can't be in a movie right now. I have to like think of my kids and my ex-wife. Um, but he like, he talks about like all his blood drinking fantasies and like sex rape fantasy, which is like a sex rape is a kink, I guess. But usually like the people are. Anyway, it was just like a little too much for me, and I just thought it was so wild. And there just is a little too much for me. <laughs> That's the understatement. Just a little bit. Um, but there's a Bravo fan page that did a whole leave like... Army alone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's a BBF Bravo. Um, it's one of those Bravo stand pages and she does a deep dive into this Army Hammer thing. Like there's a part one and a part two and I'll link to that in our episode guide on cryingamazingcrazy.com. But like it gets wild. And then she um, shows a clip from when he was on Colbert and he like challenges Colbert to a, a like a he's really into ropes and like challenges Colbert to like this rope tying contest. And so like they get out the ropes and he like ties a rope in like one second and it's really like oh shit like that seeing that rope scene was like no this is real this is totally everyone just thought he was a good sailor (laughs) yeah but um yeah i just it made me sad because he's like traditionally a really cool dude um do you think that Oh, and there was leaked audio of like a voicemail that he left like talking about like did you listen to it I did. <laughs> I would be scared. So what does he say? Oh, that just makes like, it real. That makes it more yeah, real. Just like, I want to fuck you and like tear out your heart and <gasps> eat it. And just like, it's really insane. Like, you, you, yeah, I just, I don't want to get too into it. I don't want to like turn people off to this podcast. <laughs> but we'll link yeah. to it so you can watch it. Thanks, um, Del, for taking us down this fucking weirdest. <laughs> It was so crazy. I could, I like thought about it for days afterward. Just like, dude. Oh, right. And one of his exes described it as a real life Fifty Shades of Grey without the love. So. Oh, that's. <laughs> um, but you know, maybe we need to like get Tim- Timothee Chalamet on the line and ask him what's up. Like, yeah. Does anyone have any TC connection? <laughs> Or you know what? We can just ask Chris Isaac about what it's like to love somebody with kindness. We're segwaying right now. Right now. <laughs> 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 
did you ever watch um, the Chris Isaac show on Showtime? No. Dude, I don't know how you feel about Chris Isaac, but I fucking love him. I think he's he seems so cool. adorable. I mean, just the David Lynch connection. Yeah. And he's 64 now. And that like blew my mind. Like he's what? my mom's age. And I well, that's like thought that's well, I associate him with like moms being mm. like losing their shit over him. Yeah. Maybe I'm one of those moms. <laughs> But um, wow, I love him. So the Chris Isaac show was like, it was on Showtime and it was like, you know, supposed to be about, it was, you know, like a fake show about his real life. And it was like him and his band and just like the wacky stuff they would go through. But it was cool because he would like always, or he owned a bar and played in this bar. But in the bar, there was a giant fish tank with like a real mermaid in it. And like, he would talk to the mermaid and like, it was really cute. Um, And I just feel like, He's just a genuine sweetie pie. Yeah. I just love him. He does seem like a good dude, even though this video would make you think otherwise. Yeah. It was a really good vibe for this, like, dark and cloudy week, though, too. I was, like, I, I was really feeling it when I watched the video. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm kind of, like, whatever with him. I think, like, again, I think it's maybe the age, my age, mm-hmm. Well, it came out in 1989. Which is crazy. I know. I mean, I was four. (laughs) Well, it didn't become popular until 1991. Yeah. yeah, After it was in a David Lynch film. And then it continued to be popular. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just fully associate it with, like, truly my mom. (laughs) I mean, I was watching the video and I was like, it's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, so if you haven't seen... I mean, everyone's seen that shit. Even when I think of the song, I think of the video. He's yeah. rolling... A, wicked game. He's rolling around on the beach, kind of half mm-hmm. naked, making out with... What's her name? Helena Christensen? The yeah. Victoria's yeah. Secret model. Mm-hmm. The blue eyes, dark hair, mm-hmm. which is like all of them, I guess. Um, yeah. But... And it's been covered, like, so many times, like... Yeah, he said that the song was inspired by a telephone call from a woman seeking to arrange, you know, a fucking booty call. And, you know, he said it's what happens when you have a strong attraction to people that aren't necessarily good for you. So he wrote the song after he hung up with her and told her, like, yeah, come over. And then he, like, wrote the song and then she came over and, like, they did whatever they did. So it was just like... really cute but yeah the the video is was directed by herb ritz Mm -hmm. um or that's the most well-known version of the video was directed by herb ritz and for those of you that don't know herb ritz is a photographer is he dead i don't know he is okay so he was a photographer um most of his stuff is like from the 90s like if you look him up like every celebrity was photographed by him in the 90s and you know when I was studying photography, like, I didn't think about it then, but now that I look back on, like, my cheesy art school photo shoots, like, my style was definitely influenced by all of his work. Um, like, a oh. lot of my, yeah, a lot of my black and white stuff, like, looks like that world. And, like, I mean, it's mostly just all about really good lighting. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I love her Brits. He directed the video. And He's done a lot of videos. <clears throat> Yeah. For a lot of people. Um, and it was done in Hawaii, like after 
a, a volcano erupted. So like all that black stuff is like soot from the volcano. Yeah. Which is Helena, pretty cool. Yeah. Helena Christensen. And I guess, you know, it was really cold when they were filming because they kept dumping cold water on them to keep them wet. And she's like covered in goosebumps. And he was, I found this sweet little video where he was talking about the making of it. And like, he just keeps talking about how she's such an amazing actress because you really think that they're in love. And he's like, that was all on her. Like we were strangers and we were just holding each other. Like I was just trying to keep her warm because I could see she was so cold and like, you know, he's like, anytime anyone asks me about that video, like, I know they just want to talk to me about her. Cause they think that like we had a fling, but we did not. And like, that's yeah, all I did. Because, like, that's yeah. really what I thought too. And he's like, and it, that's all just because she was an amazing actress. So <laughs> like, I thought it was so sweet that he just like, you know, takes no credit for that video being like as influential as it was and just, yeah, let her be amazing, I guess. But yeah, it's not, I don't know. I th- When we talked about it, I, or when you mentioned it, I thought there was going to be way more to it, but. <laughs> <laughs> I know the video. Yeah, same here. But I mean, it's interesting like that, you know, he was so connected to David Lynch, I think. Um, yeah. You know, his this song was in Wild at Heart, and that's how it got famous. And then he was in the, you know, he was in the Twin Peaks Firewalk With Me movie. And oh, yeah. Also, he has, like, two songs on Blue Velvet soundtrack. So he's just oh. kind of like, I mean, he's a cool artsy dude if he's hanging with David Lynch, you know. And that's really cool. Obviously, David Lynch has always been into this, like, Elvis crooner mm-hmm. vibe like with what's his name the just you and I the song from the Twin Peaks show and what's his name Jimmy character anyways yeah since there wasn't like a lot about the video one thing that I did is I wrote down some of the YouTube comments on the video because <laughs> I was just like cruising cruising yeah. and uh <laughs> So I'll just read some of them because I thought it was funny. So this person says, this song makes me miss a person who doesn't even exist. (laughs) And then this person says, the entire video feels like an extended Calvin Klein commercial, which I yes, that's I thought that was a perfect description. I bet you her Brits probably directed one of those Calvin Klein commercials. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then this person says, um... My mom used to play this on her stereo while getting ready to go out. The smell of her perfume and hairspray filling the air. God, how I miss her. R.I.P. Mom. Oh my God. I'll see you in another life. Jesus. And then this person says, Wander, because they spelt Wonder Wander. Wander exactly how many children were conceived with this song playing on the background. Totally. And then some dad with like a fucking like, you know, it looks like like a real real estate picture as his like uh-huh. YouTube account icon. He said, what a wicked shame it is that I never found myself on a deserted beach with a 22-year-old Helena Christensen. <laughs> Thanks, dad. And then this person um, said... Every now and this one made me laugh because it's so weird. Every now and then I find myself coming back here with Chris Isaac. Strange how I find myself walking on old, broken, colorful glass memories <laughs> of a broken relationship that I lost. 
Never will I glue those pieces of glass back together. Oh, well, life goes on. 7-17-2020 quarantine times. (laughs) I also learned that he's never been married, which I thought was like... Since he seems like a lovey, lovey. Like, yeah, I just felt like he would have had lots of wives or I don't know, but. Two more YouTube comments that were good. This is from Jerry Jackson. Only one person can sing this song. Great quality. Thanks so much. (laughs) This along with three of my frozen pina coladas and your pants fall off. (laughs) It's just like. Thanks, Jerry Jackson, whoever you are. And then uh, the last (laughs) one was uh, this one, which I forgot about. Good tidbit. But Ross and Rachel fell asleep or or not fell asleep. They slept together for the first time in a museum only to wake up the next morning seeing a bunch of school children watching them. That's what their comment said. But yeah, it was to this song. Remember, they started like. And Chris Isaac was on Friends. Yeah, like Phoebe's boyfriend, right? Yeah. yeah, or, or something. Well, so like he saw Phoebe in the... I just finished watching All the Friends again. I just started um, doing it because it's on HBO. Yeah. Um, they... He sees Phoebe playing and he's like, oh, like you'd be really great to play in front of kids. Like come to... The, he like works oh, at a library. Oh, yeah, the school. And then she writes these disturbing songs. Yeah. So she sings all her like crazy ass songs and he keeps like pulling her aside. And I think they kiss or I don't know, but it's, he's just like really cute and sweet and mm-hmm. i just feel like he's a cute dude like, yeah I, he is i would i i guess <laughs> i would i don't know why i just feel like he's such a dad quality i think i just like i said it's to my age i don't know what it is yeah. i don't know i just associate him with parents yeah um I mean, it was a very VH1 video. Like, Let's face it. It was more yeah. VH1 than MTV. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so weird. It won Best Cinematography and Best Video for a film, or Best Video from Film from MTV, which I guess, like, those are, like, the most dad awards you could get. <laughs> yeah. At the MT- like, don't they have, like, Best Kiss or something? Yeah. <laughs> now it's probably, Stupid like... Shit. That's probably like best fuck in a video. <laughs> yeah, nowadays, yeah. Like, Going out to Cardi B best for Best face tattoo. Best live face tattoo. Wait, I just saw something so weird. One of the Blink-182 guys is dating somebody super random. Fuck, who was that? Oh, fucking Travis Barker's been showing up on my TikTok. His kid is like a TikToker and they do stupid what? shit together. And it's like not even cool it's just like them doing a super subpar whatever challenge is going on on tiktok right but they get you know all these hits because they're celebrities but then i was like oh my god remember that reality show with travis barker and his like his like porn star wife or whatever right i think he's dating courtney kardashian now travis barker i think Let me look it up because that's what Instagram told me today. But that's weird. Mm -hmm. I mean, she likes dirtbag guys, right? They all do. (laughs) I guess so. Trash Um. attracts trash, (laughs) Dal. That's right. Have you seen? There's like this one TikTok video. I need to send it to you. Did you ever sign up for it? I didn't. You motherfucker. (laughs) 
Actually, I'll it's good. It, it, but there's I'll this one it. girl that does this impression. I'm going to send it to you of like the Kardashians. She's like eating a salad like the Kardashians to feel like I'm rich. And it's like. <laughs> oh, like avoiding the avoiding the lips. Lip. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get lips. Don't rub off your lipstick. And with like huge nails. Yeah. So good. Thanks, everyone, for listening to us. Thank uh, you. Keep crying. Keep being crazy. Keep being amazing. Crying crazy amazing? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Perfect. Noise. Nobody.